0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them.
1: You're listening to Country Squire Radio.
0: and I'm John David. John David, JD, how's it going? Bro? <laughs> hey, Bo. Good morning, man. <laughs> well, good morning to you too, sir. We say as we jump into Esquire Select
1: "Good morning." <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it, exactly. It, it is kind of funny. We're, um, you know, doing this and uh, just thinking about it's morning time and it's the end of the world and uh, we're about to drink and smoke and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs>
0: i hope i hope hope things are going
1: well over there with you uh how's how's the kid doing doing fine yeah she's doing good she started crawling man so we're uh yeah yeah man it's crazy we're you know just having to move everything and like (laughs) watch everything extra careful and man that little girl can boogie she she can get across the floor really quick so man it's it's cool she almost got her hands on a couple of my pipes the other day so we've had to move some stuff around and all that but uh yeah man (laughs) things are uh things are things are exciting around the cole household so uh yeah dude it's uh it's fun How, how are things going with you in uh in houston
0: Ah, things are going all right, man. We are every every week is uh, a new week and we're getting through it. I've been finding different ways to kind of uh, deal with stress. And one of the ways has been uh, this game that just recently came out. It's kind of a remake. It's a Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, have you yeah. ever played the the old Final Fantasy franchise? You know, yeah,
1: I did I, a long time ago. I don't know which one it was. I mean, yeah, I'm talking years and years ago. It was on um, right. probably PlayStation or something. But yeah, a long, long time ago. I'm not super familiar with it, though.
0: Oh, it's, it's, it's a blast. They kind of, they took the... I mean, it's a remake of the story, but they kind of changed. The, they um, modernized the gameplay so that you've got elements of the old game but you also have like it's it's a little bit more action-packed and, and fast-paced which I, I really personally enjoy and yeah uh man it's it's good the the only thing is it's not a you know it's not a kid-friendly game and so uh <laughs> finding out you know ways and when to actually plays is, is kind of challenging right now is it like I've, I've found
1: language on the game that kind of thing
0: <laughs> yeah most mostly language because i mean the violence is very you know minimal uh, but i mean like no it's it's mostly just the the language as a whole but the, the thing is the kids will, will sometimes they'll crawl down and they'll, there's this one spot on our staircase where they can see everything that's going on, on the, on the TV. <laughs> and so like, I'll turn around and then I'll just hear the, of like feet running back up the stairs. Anyway, but I gotta say, man, I, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta call this out though, the video game thing, because, you know, of course we got whiskey and pipe tobacco to talk about here in a minute. But first, you posted out a couple of days ago. I saw this this treasure trove yeah. of all of these different controllers and gaming systems from generations past that that were yours, I presume. Yeah, yeah. You had everything. You had like literally everything.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny because we're going through our house right now, right? Just kind of trying to clean some stuff up. And we got married a couple of years ago, and. We've, one of our bedrooms since then has just become this kind of catch-all storage room. It's like, well, I don't know what to do with this. I ah, just throw it in that middle bedroom, and it's, it's one of those things where we're, um, you know, trying to turn it not into, a, you know, just a junk closet, and more into, uh, you know, an actual functional guest bedroom. <laughs> so my wife looks at me last weekend, and she's like, "Hey, why don't you, you know, there's some some of these bins, some plastic rubbermaid tub." things over there once you it looks like it's just electronics can you go through that see if there's anything we can we can throw out or just kind of organize or whatever and so <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm sure it's not much i'll just go through that and probably all a bunch of junk we can get rid of and then we'll uh you know we'll, we'll make room for something new and uh, yeah so spent one morning last week kind of diving into those bins opening them up and man, i i found no less i, I guess i just forgotten i had all these i found no less than six complete Video game systems dating back all the way to the early '90s from my own childhood.
0: The NES, man, yeah, you had man. like it's, the it, Duck Hunter, like Orange Gun, and everything.
1: Yeah, dude, it was it was really neat. It really really neat. It's what's funny is I don't know what happened to a lot of the games that I had for that stuff because um, a lot of the games were not were not there. But um, at least for the NES and Super Nintendo and some of those. But uh, man, yeah, it, we had a had a Nintendo Entertainment System, Super Nintendo, uh, Sega, uh, the the original sega had uh, sega game gear i i, I loved mm. sega i was i was that you know squirrely kid on the end of the block that like actually preferred sega there for a couple years over nintendo <laughs> and uh man if what else a playstation one and a n64 so uh yeah it was it was cool man it was really special to go through and find all that F- found a power yeah. glove too which was neat i was what, about to say like yeah.
0: you got it you got to mention the freaking you know all infinity right. gauntlet level power glove that you found <laughs> what's funny about that
1: though is that you know a lot of people were like oh man you had the power glove well i actually bought that after like i, I bought that in college like it, the early days of ebay you know when people were just going online and we were all just intrigued by the fact that you could go online and buy like whatever you could type in kind of thing and i, I remember mm-hmm. i was i was in college it was like a, a freshman or sophomore year and uh, I was just kind of browsing on eBay and someone had a power glove out there. And I was like, well, I've got to buy that. And uh, I've never even used it, Bo.
0: All right. So, you, wait, hang on, hang on. This is a never used before power glove? No,
1: it's it's been used. It was used by okay, someone. Okay, okay, so okay, it's, okay. it's definitely right. not like in the uh, container or anything. Yeah, it was used by someone. I bought it used, though, uh, you know, later. And I've never used it. I don't even know if it works. So, And I, and the funny thing oh, is, I don't even have a man. game to, like, you know, test it with or whatever. So, oh, of course not. Nobody um, does. But here's here's the question. Know, right? you pay?
0: Like the, no, no shame. I would just want to know how much did you pay for it?
1: I, I mean, I don't know. It was I mean, I, I'm serious. It was what I bought it in 2002 or something. All so. Right,
0: so, yeah, different era. It was back then. But but was it under fifty dollars? Yeah,
1: surely. Yeah. I mean, I can't, okay, I was the a going rate, that didn't have, you know, two nickels to rub together.
0: So. Exactly. The, the going rate right now, man, the going rate on a power glove is $250. Holy cow. All right. Well, yeah, you might, you might be sitting on a little bit of gold there's, there. There's baby's, uh, <laughs> there's baby's college fund. Yeah. That's, that's quite
1: a few tens of Penzance. All right, uh, right. So just, no, just right. hang on. That's right. That's right. That's, <laughs> right. that's hilarious. Uh, no, I, you know, it's funny. I, 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 we've got, we're at the point now where I've got to go through and test all this stuff, so and, and see what works and what doesn't. And so, um, I we're gonna pick a night where my wife and I are gonna we're gonna put the baby down, and uh, I'm gonna load my pipe Ooh. up, you know, which uh, she'll let me do in the house occasionally. <laughs> and so we'll uh, you know, sit in the living room and plug in uh, each one of those systems and uh, and check them out, make sure what games work and what what controllers uh, you know, are functional and all that kind of stuff. But uh, man, it was it was cool though, man. I, it just brought back a lot of memories. So um, really neat to. To see all that, yeah.
0: Man, that's a date night right
1: there. I know, right? Awesome. Yeah, gin and tonic, <laughs> pipe, uh, you know, little, little boodles, little little pipe, uh, you know, the wife, and, uh, you know, trying out some old uh, Sega Sega Genesis and uh, Super Nintendo. I hadn't found Mario Paint, man. Had Mario Paint. Even had Ooh, the, the mouse man, yeah. and the original, like, the original plastic mouse pad that, like, came with it. It was uh, it was really neat, <laughs> so. Well, anyway.
0: well, let me give you a little advice. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, without knowing, again, the Power Glove is a thing that I'm just, like, laser yeah. focused in on with all of this, so I don't I don't know what the condition is if it's if it's in good condition, prime condition, or whatever. But I will, and I don't know what it smells like. But I will say this: this is something very important for pipe and cigar smokers to know, especially if you have collectibles. Yeah, is if you smoke around your collectibles, you downgrade the. Um, Uh, the value of them in terms of if you do want to have them for resale. So it's like, it's like a car, right? Like car. If you're trying to sell like to a non-smoker, if you smoked in your car, that's going to come back. Got it. Okay. So it's a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. There was actually, there was a, uh, there was an episode of like comic book men where they talked about this because a guy was coming in he had all these premium comics but, like, they reeked of cigars because, like, literally he stored them in his own cigar shop. And, I mean, like, so it wasn't just, you know, him smoking cigars. It was literally, you I mean, you know how it yeah, <laughs> it's
1: yeah, just, it's I get Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When I get home every blooms. night, my wife's like, go get in the tub, you know? Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, all that to say, that that sounds like a beautiful thing. But if you, uh, you know, the Power Glove, you might want to, like, like you know, put it in some plastic wrap or put it, get a display case for it, you know? Yeah. Like, with the, the Thanos kind of standy type situation. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. But I'm, I'm super curious. That said, if if it does, if you decide you don't want to keep it for the resale value smoke your pipe wearing your your power glove. I I, I needed to put the, I I want to see that picture, but at the same time, I feel like I need to give like the, the, you know, the disclaimer ahead of it. Like it's may devalue that $250 right now, but the amazing priceless picture.
1: That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. I'm going to have to weigh the judgment out of that. How awesome, how great would the photo be of me smoking my pipe, holding it with my power glove versus the $250? Like it, would that be worth a, a downgrade in $50? is it worth $75 is it you know I, I'm gonna have to think about that so yeah, yeah yeah that's good
0: that's good man that's amazing oh I want I want it in a display case at some point though that sounds incredible uh all right so there, there you go John David the the uber nerd you never knew yeah apparently, <laughs> apparently yeah it's
1: funny you know you just think of um I, it's been so long since I've played video games and stuff and then Digging through all that stuff, and uh, it, what was I think the most comical part about it to me? I posted photos of all these complete game systems I found online, and um, <laughs> I never had so many middle-aged men message me <laughs> about, <laughs> and you, about. And you something. own a pipe shop, and 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 I own a pipe shop, a pipe and cigar <laughs> shop, and I, and I I never had so many middle-aged like men message me about how interested they were in the things that i had posted on facebook <laughs> like i mean it was it was really interesting to me i was like hmm this is this is kind of kind of odd <laughs> let's just say there's a there's a market for a lot of this stuff out there <laughs>
0: definitely man nostalgia man yeah. that vitamin in that other vitamin in nostalgia nintendo <laughs> yeah <up>. nostalgia <laughs>
1: yeah that's it
0: Epic! All right, man. Way well, hey, we got a great uh, episode. We haven't even started drinking yeah, yet. Of course, I that we're know, doing it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Squire Select this week. Uh, now, for those unfamiliar, Squire Select is where we take a couple of generally beverages, generally beverages of the uh, adult variety, specifically the brown water, if you will. Uh, talking about various kind of whiskeys and that sort of thing, pairing them with pipe tobacco. And we got some great selections here. Or at least I think so. One of these I've had multiple times. The other one I'm literally going to try for the first time on air. So I'm I'm really excited yeah. to uh, to dive in. Yeah. To uh, this week's selection, man, we're we're keeping it rye, just like the humor, <laughs> waka
1: waka, yeah, <laughs> that's right, man. Keeping <laughs> it rye. I got a couple of couple of nice rye selections and uh, rye, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about them. I think it'll be fun,
0: yeah. yeah, 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 all right, man. So, we got this, um, this first one that's up, um, I I need to tell a little bit of a story about here. This is uh, this is Basil yeah. Hayden's Caribbean Reserve Rye. Now you sent me this one. That uh, this is one that you wanted to do. And while I live in an amazingly like a uh, uh, well stocked city with a lot yeah. of different uh, wine and liquor options, and yeah, you know, you yeah. go to the spirit store and you're just overwhelmed. Every single spirit store I went to, I, I went to the Basil Hayden's area. And they had the other Basil Hayden's, but the Caribbean Reserve ride, they they had the sticker for it, but I mean it was empty all the way through. And wow! I went to store to store to store, praying that I'm not carrying Corona because I'm just giving it to everybody at these stores while I'm searching <laughs> for this. And and finally, I I give up. I come back home, and I should have done this in the first place because they're doing the curbside side as well. The our um, local Specs is. And I finally found a store in our area that that did have like a few bottles left. So I don't know why there's this rush on this particular rye right now, but I know this was super hard to (laughs) get. I think it's actually limited edition.
1: I think that was part of it. And and I I didn't realize that when we picked it out because I've actually had a couple of bottles of this um, since it's since it's come out. Um, but I, I think it is a limited edition product and um and yeah basil Hayden's caribbean reserve rye you know basil Hayden's this is a, a i was about to say tobacco because that's what's always on my mind uh <laughs> it's a it's a whiskey uh you know that's a more premium line made uh by the jim beam uh folks and uh, you know it definitely uh, is something uh more elevated probably most of us would admit than uh their um you know kind of staple stuff um and, and you know so basil Hayden's great uh uh, it, on its own, uh, right. And then they got, they got kind of crazy with it, right. They brought, they wanted to do the Caribbean reserve, right. It's a beautiful, you know, kind of traditional looking bottle with this really, uh, I think the thing that sets it apart is this, uh, royal blue, uh, purpley mm. ribbon that kind of, uh, flanks the top of it, almost like a, a vestment or something, you know, and like it's a got tabard. this, yeah, it's got this little belt around it with this copper, uh, band. It's just very, uh, very elegant, very, uh, uh uh, almost high church looking it's, it's very uh <laughs> Very, uh, very, 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 um, very impressive looking bottle, but um, yeah. So I uh, thought we'd give it a shot. I, I've had had this before, uh, and it's one of those I, I um, you know it had uh, thought it was a fun whiskey. Thought it was uh, uh, interesting, uh, not a go to all the time, but something that uh, that I thought would be you know fun to talk about because of how uh, unique it is. So uh, Caribbean Reserve Rye. What they've done here, Bo, is they have mixed eight year old Kentucky rye. Uh, whiskey they've blended that mm. with four year old canadian uh, rye whiskey and then they've they've finished it with a touch of black strap rum <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so so you've got you've got american rye which has very specific definitions about what what rye whiskey is and then you've got canadian rye which is more kind of, uh, you know, they they, they make it, you know, from rye, but that's not quite as specific about what that means. And so it's more like the Wild West as far as that goes. And and then they're, and then they're Putting this rum in there at at the end, uh, which is really really interesting. So you've got this kind of uh, you know it, it's not really it's not it's certainly not bourbon. It it is it is whiskey, but it doesn't really taste like whiskey. It's it's uh, it it is rye, but it doesn't really taste like rye. And uh, and it's got rum in it, but it doesn't really taste like rum. So so what the heck is it? <laughs> 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 and uh, man, so we'll, we thought we thought we'd kick that around. Eighty proof yeah, uh, <clears throat> bottle and. Um, yeah, so real real pretty. You want to describe kind of what you're looking at there, Bo?
0: Yeah, let me open, Uh, crack, uh, crack it open here. There we go. I wanted to get that, that pop on the that, that uh, was, mic. That was a good pop. That was impressive, yeah. Like you said, man, it's a it's a royal, uh, you know, that got that royal blue going. Of course, all of the Basil Haydens have that metal band with kind of the the metal B H, yeah, or B capital H, uh, strapped to the side. I mean, you know, given given that it does have kind of the the Jim Bean origins, it makes a little bit of sense, right? Like even the next one that we're going to talk about has a I don't want to say low quality because that's not right, but a a budget yeah, name, more,
1: more every brand, um, of uh, kind of yeah, origin. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. every kind of, man's kind of, whiskey origin kind of thing, yeah.
0: Exactly. So they're coming from that, but they want to they want to play in the premium and, and kind of, you know, create that premium experience, which I am never going to fault anybody for the packaging. I think the packaging is a huge part of creating a premium experience. The product obviously needs to be able to speak for itself, but, um, you know, clearly here they, they know what they're doing uh, with all the Basil Hayden's. This I'm really excited about. So any kind of Caribbean uh, or Caribbean uh, type of cask. Uh, approach to whiskey I'm typically a big fan of and that's what I thought at first when I saw this however as you kind of went through and, and reading off it's not that this is necessarily put in a rum barrel or finished in a rum barrel it's that they actually blended this with rum yeah is that correct yeah that's okay yeah. interesting because mm-hmm. like my favorite scotch right now is probably Belvini cask uh, Caribbean cask which is Great scotch with a, with kind of a sweet finish because of that rum, uh, kind of aged in that rum barrel. This is going to be interesting. Then I, I I think my mind was set in one way and now I'm kind of recalibrating it. (laughs) Uh, it does, it's got a very, you know, um, it, it's not, how do you say this? So, I mean, like, you know, you think about when you're looking at whiskey, rye whiskey in particular, you've got kind of that orange yellow type of coloring. Yeah. Um, kind of a lighter Brown. This one is, is much darker not dark in the sense of like say like a uh, kraken rum type of like just black rum type no situation.
1: yeah yeah
0: and i would even say like if you if you think about you know most spice rum is actually fairly light this is going to be darker than most spiced rum too so man i i'm i don't know what i'm about to drink yeah <laughs> this is going to be kind of interesting well, let's, let's just crack it open cheers buddy. all right uh cheers let me there we go whoa okay wow wow that's wow Different.
1: kind of crazy huh
0: <laughs> all right so there's like a there there's a a naval battle going on in my mouth. <laughs> like, ships are warring cannons are firing yeah uh of course you've got that rye heat uh which i love i'm a, I'm a big, big fan of rye i like the the kick that you're going to get from and uh, that that like you know hot kick that you get from, from yeah rye um the burning sensation that just kind of cranked up to it's very pleasant yeah Mm -hmm. very pleasant this though has i don't know if it's maple syrup or just like brown sugar you know what i mean like that rum comes in strong yeah strong 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 strong,
1: strong. and and i think that's where that's where you really uh get that rum exposure uh to molasses i I think it's that molasses Mm, that mm -hmm. um you know viscous thick uh you know kind of uh Caramelized uh, sugar uh, flavor. It's got that um, kind of mapley molasses, uh, you know, note that uh, is just very interesting. Yeah, it's a very, uh, you know, from the from the immediate, immediate moment it hits your tongue, this is a very um, a very sweet whiskey. <laughs> very sweet. Um, mm-hmm. It does have uh, that kind of viscous nature. It coats your tongue well. It's uh, a nice, uh, thick, kind of oily. It does have. Uh, you know that um, that molasses hits you immediately up front and then uh, pretty quickly, I think kind of transitions into some uh, of the all-spice characteristics. You've got nutmeg okay. and uh, cloves and maybe just a little bit of cinnamon and um, you know th- there's an undertone of vanilla uh, you know that's that's there, but I think overall you're just getting that um, you know molasses, the uh, flavor in this. And so you know if you're looking for a, a straight up, Uh, rye um, that was, you know, maybe uh, with just a hint of the uh, whiskey flavor. You know, this is this is I'm sorry, with the with the hint of the rum flavor. This is going to be this has got more of that rum characteristic. I'm not a rum drinker. You know, I don't drink a lot of rum, but um, this is one of those, you know, whiskeys where you're gonna have this and 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 like you said you're gonna kind of uh, have that battle going on in your mind like this is really good i think but what am i drinking
0: <laughs> yeah well and i mean like that's the thing like you can it, it it's not there you could easily be mistaken for looking at the ingredients and thinking they just kind of slapped together what they had and you know perhaps <laughs> to some extent that might be true but there is also you know obviously there there's some intentional choices made here and the i almost feel as if that heat that rye heat you know just that that cranked up to 11 spice yeah is being carried on a train of molasses mm. you know what i mean it's almost like it's mm. almost like the the that kind of uh brown sugar type of that's almost like the vehicle for the heat as opposed to like Kind of like a, um, kind of like a topping or something of that nature. You know, does that make sense?
1: Well, so if I'm hearing you right, it's almost like you you feel like the um, the the molasses, that sugary uh, kind of uh, the you know uh, uh, narrative there is 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 really kind of taking over the experience. Is that kind of what you're what you're feeling? Well, it
0: opens it up. It opens it up. It's okay. like um, it's like it's like hey, uh, molasses here, and then you open it up, and then they light your house on fire. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's something something of that that nature, like ah, oh, but rise also here, ha ha ha. And then you know, um, and I don't. That sounds like a negative metaphor, but I don't mean that. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. Let's that, but you want uh, your house to be on fire. <laughs> 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 it's like you uh, you want us to burn out of your house for the insurance money, right? But you didn't want it to, anybody to know it was us doing it. All right, I'm uh, just molasses here, just gonna ah. Now we're gonna burn it down. Uh, yeah. Something like I mean, that. I don't. The know The old bait and switch. Yeah.
1: No, it um it, it's an interesting product. It really is. I, I really mm. like it. I I do. It's uh you know, but it's not something I'd necessarily pull for if I wanted. Uh, certainly didn't want, uh, you know, would pull forward if I was looking for that typical rye experience. I mean, it, Rice, you know, the, yeah. the, the sweetness of it to me is almost more in the school of a of a bourbon. I, you know, even though it's not mm-hmm. bourbon. Uh, and then a, a, again, you know, you've got that rum, um, you know, marriage there. And I, I'm I, admittedly not a big rum drinker, but uh, you know, just I haven't been exposed to a lot of different rums. But um, but that. Um, you know, is there. And so it's pretty interesting. And, and as you finish it, you know, it has a it has a little bit of a tingle as you finish, but the residual taste is not really uh, there. It just kind of has a tingle and then the taste dissipates very, very quickly. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's just very, very interesting. It, this is a good uh, hot weather uh, beverage, a, a good hot weather whiskey. Um, it, uh, you know, goes well. If you put uh, one cube of ice in it, it really uh, just kind of uh, makes it very light and uh, airy and uh, you know this is something you could really drink at any time of year so um, you know this but, is I
0: gotta imagine this is a challenge to pair though yeah. right? I mean like with when you've got so so much flavor going on in, in this particular <laughs> beverage I mean like do you do you up the flavor or do you play it subtle what, what did you decide for the uh, the selection here
1: well I, I for me whenever I drink a whiskey like this or a, a, a beverage like this I think it's just kind of exactly what you just experienced on air like you know you go into it thinking one thing and then you you're, you're um, you, you know, you, you were uh, just generally surprised. You're like, wow, didn't expect that, you know, um, and, you know, a lot going on. So I wanted to bring kind of bring it back home, uh, kind of pair this with something that I thought would um, – would complement it in a way that kind of, uh, you know, maybe brought it back to home base as far as a uh, nice smoky brown water. Um, and so mm-hmm. we did we did pair it with an English mixture. We paired it with uh, with a um, English mixture with just a little topping. And the, today's pairing is uh, the Solent mixture uh, from Mac Barron. Uh, this is uh, one of their it actually is the oldest in the entire Mac Baron line line uh, that's still on the market it's a full uh, smooth English uh, real uh, smoky uh, but it does have a little topping on it a little bit of sweetness it uh, it has some some black Cavendish in there but uh, has just notes of uh, vanilla and uh, and chocolate with a dash of rum and so um, what it, what I thought we'd do here is and I think it pairs well you're kind of you're pairing the uh, the the little you know Rum notes in uh, in this whiskey with the rum notes in in the um, in the mm. tobacco, but then you're kind of it, it, it talk about that bait and switch. You're kind of drawing it out with that, but then uh, introducing this smoky, um, you know, leathery presence that I think the the whiskey is kind of missing in it in its own right. You know, you um, it, when you when you drink a whiskey, you kind of expect some of that smokiness. Uh, that's there uh, just a you know nice uh, pleasant full bodied smokiness and I, and I think this this particular uh, whiskey is kind of lacking that and so you know we're we're meeting up with it kind of on that sweet note that it's got uh, but then pushing it more towards the uh, towards the latakia end with uh, with that uh, solent mixture and so um, yeah yeah I think it I think it goes well and it's one of those things where um, you know if you if you're looking for a complete palate experience you know where you've got the sweet sweet and the smoky um, you know the full-bodied rich as well as the um, you know lighter uh, notes of uh, you know sugar and, and vanilla um, you know in the molasses kind of ties it all together I think uh, I think the two go together really well so uh, Solent mixture from uh, Mac comes in a three and a half ounce tin and um, you know just one of their uh, one of their Lines it uh, goes way back, and I think it's really good. So,
0: yep. can I can I ask you something real quick about the uh, the? I, I don't know if this is Mac Baron as a whole. I, I, if it is, I've, I've never paid much attention to it, and and just now kind of picking up on this. But the Solent mixture ten at the bottom has like a like a gauge level. Yeah. You, is, is that does that mean anything, or is that just for for decoration? Yeah,
1: they they do that. It's kind of a strength uh, meter. On there, and uh, most of their tobaccos uh, do do have that on there, Uh, particularly on their um, you know the ones that are not the HH series, but the uh, just the regular line series. They've that's something they've done now for um, at least a decade, and um, yeah, it's just kind of a little uh, meter on there to you know let you know uh, kind of a strength um thing and um you know the thing is like okay strength well you know are, are we talking about the flavor strength are we talking mm-hmm, about the mm-hmm. uh the nicotine strength how you know the how it's going to affect your physiology i mean uh, you know there's a lot uh to it there does it have a lot of bite or, or is it smooth i mean that could be interpreted a lot of ways so I, I don't really know um necessarily how useful something like that is but uh but it is something they do and um, yeah of course Mac baron makes great tobacco big fan of uh, everything they do and uh, and love it so
0: interesting okay good deal I, you know I just I have not owned very many Mac baron tins in my life yeah and uh, that's that's I just I don't know why this is the first time I've ever noticed that with as many of the tins as we've talked about but
1: yeah and uh, the, the Solent by the way that that I don't even know if I'm saying it right but um, that is a um, yeah, I'm stumbling over my words I'm sorry uh, and I haven't had that much to drink Uh the <laughs> <laughs> the um it, people are like where does that name come from what is that and and the Solent is actually a a tiny waterway that separates uh, southern England from the Isle of Wight um, down there in oh. in the very south of England and so uh, you know for whatever reason they named this uh, tobacco after that uh, you know geographic feature and that's where that comes from but it is an English blend and it's got uh, just some nice uh, kind of um, a uh, subtle topping on it that I think uh makes it pretty tasty. So
0: hmm. great stuff, man. Good pick, good pick here. Good pick here. Uh all right, so this next one. We're about to change I I I am gonna go ahead and say it. We're about to shift gears a bit. We yeah. are sticking in the rye variety, but uh no longer with the with as experimental. With the say, crazy mixes heads.
1: and all that stuff, yeah.
0: That's right. Up next we've got uh Russell's man this is Russell's rye. Now this is their select barrel rye.
1: Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, Russell's Reserve, uh, Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. It's a six-year-old product. And, um, man, yeah, you know, you were talking earlier about uh, just, you know, how uh, some of the more everyman brands that we uh, are real familiar with, Jim Beam, you know, folks like uh, uh, Jack Daniels or whatever. uh, This is from uh, our dear friends at... Wild, wild turkey <laughs> right, right <laughs> and uh which of course is uh, yours truly's uh favorite uh house whiskey i always keep uh keep some wild turkey sitting around the house because i just like the um you know how inexpensive it is compared with the bite uh, that it's got and just a little bit of sweetness so um at russell's reserve this is something that they uh make and have made now for um for a while, a little more premium, uh, kind of in their uh, lineup, but something that uh, you know I think takes the character of their company, um, you know, very well and, and brings it into this more premium line. Um, man, I'll, I'll be honest, this is one of my um, this, this is one of the better whiskeys I think that that we have reviewed in a little while. I, I don't, I don't mm. know something that I uh, at least personally. Uh, maybe, I don't know, better, that's that's saying a lot. It's, it's something that I am going to look forward to trying again very soon. I'll, I'll just, you know, put it that way. It, this okay, is a bottle, okay. you know, if someone gives you a bottle of this, you're like, man, I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna keep this stuff around for a while. You know, it's a it's a great uh, go-to whiskey. Very um, very interesting, complex, strong, uh, but you know has a nice um, approachability to it. It's not uh, too distinctive, kind of like the uh, the Basil Hayden's uh, you know Caribbean Reserve, which you know when you go into it, you're like, okay, well that's an interesting thing to mix it up with. But man, this Russell's <laughs> Reserve rye, it's a um, It's a staple. This, this is, this is something that, uh, you know, could earn a a permanent place in your rotation, uh, you know, in your liquor cabinet and, uh, um, just a, a beautiful whiskey, uh, you know the Russell's Reserve. It's got uh, you know just a very uh, simple bottle, uh, a uh, you know wooden uh, cork top there that's very nice, and uh, the the very plain Russell's Reserve kind of flanking the the front of the bottle. Very um, very simple, very uh, no nonsense, and um, you know you're getting a um, you know just a a really straightforward good product here uh, it's got the signatures of uh jimmy and eddie russell there on the front and um yeah man uh, do you want to describe kind of what you're what you're looking at
0: yeah i mean this one is a little bit more straightforward right you do have kind of the the lighter uh coloring that you would uh presume with with most whiskeys most ryes or bourbons um you know as you mentioned the 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 branding here I mean I love the branding it's great I mean you're you're hit with the the information it's like tons of font reading story you know all that kind of great <laughs> stuff but in in surprisingly a very clean fashion you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you you're instantly drawn to the name you're instantly drawn to the six years um, it, it somehow gets away with having so much on it while also kind of giving that clean feeling and also capturing something that I think has been very true for a lot of branding geared at uh, frankly millennials um it with kind of the multiple fonts and just the the words existing as a brand itself um mm, you know I think yeah. you know given that kind of small batch classic feel uh throwback type of way with with a non uh, no nonsense, no, no heavy frills with the, uh, yeah. with the font or anything of that nature. No, no grand swashing S's or, <laughs> you know, you think about like the Mississippi logo and those, and like the S's to the extreme or something, right. like that. No, right. nothing like that here. Nothing like that here. This is very straightforward, despite the fact you're looking at 30 different fonts all across this thing, uh, for, <laughs> for the most part, they're just straight, straight up in your face. This one does not have the same, uh, same How do I say this? Think about Basil Hayden's branding and think about Jim Bean's branding. There's a very, and not just branding, but just like presentation of the bottle. Like Basil Hayden's is trying a little bit harder to look premium. Yeah. Whereas Russell's is obviously different than Wild Turkey. You don't have a big turkey up in your face. Uh, you don't have the, you know, that, that one Oh one, like, you know, Hey idiot, buy this uh, no, with, with no offense. All right. Hang on. I'm, I'm not, I'm not bashing wild no, turkey. Wild I, I turkey understand. Is, right?
1: Yeah. But you're yeah. like, Oh man, that's strong. I want to buy that kind of
0: thing. I, I exactly. That. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there, there's a, there's a, there's a way that wild turkey is trying to get your attention. This one <laughs> wants you to drink their some good stuff that I, I really, you know, without, without tipping the bean can here, I, I very much enjoy Russell's. But this one is like you can you can buy this and still feel like, you know, you can put a little extra beard oil in your beard and and twist up your mustache a little bit and still enjoy this (laughs) as opposed to the the wild the wild turkey, which is more hipster. That's what it is. Wild turkey is hipster. If we're going with the younger, (laughs) younger audience here, wild turkey would be hipster, whereas Russell's is millennial.
1: I resent all that, but anyway, <laughs> but, but
0: uh, you, you resemble all that. I think is what you meant to say. <laughs> shall we, man? We shall. Cheers, cheers. Oh yeah, it's yeah, great. This is great, man. Really, I'll really
1: good. Yeah, and this this is one of the more quality rides I've had in a while now. Um, here in uh, in Mississippi, this uh, retails for about uh, forty three, forty four bucks a bottle. Um, for for a fifth, uh, we're talking a um. 90 proof uh, rye whiskey here. Um, you know when you smell uh, smell this, it's got a um, uh, just a really nice sting on the nose. It's it's mm-hmm. very apparent that this is is a rye, traditional rye. Um, significant heat, uh, very pleasant. You know that we talked about when you go into drinking a rye, you kind of are looking for that pleasant heat. And man, it's definitely there. The, you know, whiskey itself, it it is thick, it's viscous, it's got a really nice, uh, you know, honey color uh, to it. And, um, you know, the, the main thing that dominates this uh, for me and and is just so incredibly apparent is the pepper that is in this, uh, in this particular whiskey. When you are drinking this whiskey, you get pepper and, um, man, is it, it just so, so pleasant. It's not a black pepper. It's more, um, you know, like that, that white pepper that, uh, just adds a nice, um, a a nice zesty heat, uh, that's there. And, And then as that pepper dissipates, you're, uh, followed up with, um, You know, uh, just a symphony of things. You've got uh, the red, delicious apples that come through. Um, You know, there's a little bit of that uh, kind of. Uh, apricot flavor that that is there uh, it's just uh, just a very interesting very complex uh, whiskey um, and uh, and and when you add ice to this particular one too if you are one of those it um, you know just uh, opens it up enough doesn't really change the uh the characteristic of the um, you know the flavor it just uh, makes it a little more mellow and uh and is really nice so something that's both uh, enjoyable neat as well as um as as on the rocks so uh, the finish on this particular one it it lingers it's really uh very pleasant it um you know coats your tongue nicely um y- you know has a a, a nice uh, little vanilla finish there that's uh i think pretty pretty um pretty pleasing but this this is you know for me uh, tends to be kind of a more uh you know sophisticated uh d- drink i i just really think that's it's straightforward it's it's very high quality um and it's something that um you know has plenty of complexity uh you know while still being versatile and uh and approachable so um i yeah, don't know what, that, what do you that, think bo I,
0: I think approachable is a really good good way to to, to wrap it up right there because um, it, it is. I mean, like it, it's the way that a rise should be, uh, and I say that without any kind of judgment towards any other rise per se. But yeah, you know, I, I guess like even just kind of comparing these back back to back, one being kind of like, uh, you know, with with kind of the rum aspect of things, it's kind of nice to go <laughs> go back to something that. That where uh, the world makes a little bit more sense here for just a I, I,
1: <laughs> Home base. I, right? I like
0: the other one. Yeah, I like the other one, but it's it's nice to to have kind of that home base. No man, there is there's a good mild sweetness here. Uh, as you mentioned, the the heat factor is definitely high, which uh, again I'm a huge fan of, especially when it comes to rye. Um, And I mean, you do get kind of those those flavors on the back end. I you know we generally stock up rye. For cocktails, more often than not, like my wife makes an incredible vukare. I mean, just in, insane, so good. Uh, and so, a lot of times, we, uh, you know, uh, most of our rye ends up in that. Now, that being said, every single Sunday night, I, uh, I when, when we have new episodes of uh, the show Westworld that's it's on right now, yeah, I have often enjoyed it with a glass just straight rye. And I, you know, you mentioned putting in some ice or some water. To me that kind of takes away the purpose of drinking rye like without mixing it with anything. You know what I mean? Like why would you lighten it up? Just go drink a bourbon. Like if you, if you're here for the rye, stay for the rye, like, like get the heat, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like get the punch. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, and so you put the, you put the ice in and you dilute it a little bit. You don't quite have that same just intense, uh, flavor that, that you would normally get. Uh, but that's just me. I mean, different, different people have different, um, things they enjoy about it but yeah, uh,
1: that's why they make uh, chocolate and vanilla yeah <laughs> (laughs) Exactly.
0: So, yeah, so I was able to enjoy this a little bit, a little bit of this the other night, actually, is watching the the latest episode of Westworld, even though that show is not in the Wild West anymore and they've gone completely in a different direction. It's phenomenal (laughs) writing, but let's not kid ourselves. It is not the same show that we started with. I feel somewhat betrayed, but also highly entertained at the same time. I don't know how to feel about that, but I do want to know how to feel about whatever pairing you're about to throw at us this way. Yeah. And I don't even know what
1: Westworld is. So I'm just, I'm happily, (laughs) happily clueless while drinking my Russell's Reserve. Uh, six-year-old straight rye whiskey. Um, man, yeah, I paired this with uh, with actually one of our own uh, tobaccos at the Country Squire. It's one of our more popular blends, and um, and it is Old Toby. Uh, Old Toby is a, Ooh, a, a, a okay. tobacco. It's a Cavendish-heavy, uh, burly uh, mixture with a dash of Perique. Um, it is a uh, it is an aromatic that features perique which is kind of interesting and uh, something that uh, you know you don't see very often but I wanted to take the the pepperiness of you know kind of uh, with with the basil Haydens we use the uh, the molasses kind of as a base point and then with the tobacco went bold with the with the whiskey went sweeter um, on on the, the the pairing here what we're doing is kind of using the pepper as a uh, as the commonality and with the uh, with the with the whiskey are, are going uh, you know, uh, bold, uh, bright and, um, you know, uh, bitey and, and, uh, and full. And then with the tobacco, we're going more, uh, more silky, more smooth, more airy. Uh, we're not doubling down on the, um, on, on the heaviness of it, on the heat of it. We're kind of mm-hmm. uh, taking the pepper and then going in more of a, a, a lighter, wispy, uh, you know, uh, lighter, lighter direction. So um, old Toby's is a soft, uh, again, mild aromatic. It does have that uh, perique in there that gives it just a little zing, which is really pleasant, but, um, you know, it majors in those uh, kind of uh, kitchen spices, right? You, you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again the uh, the clove and the nutmeg. You'll get a little bit of coconut in there, uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, mixes it up, but uh, a lot of folks, when they describe uh, Old Toby, they'll refer to it as a snickerdoodle, <laughs> which I think is kind of neat. So uh, think about that. What uh, you know, cinnamon sugar kind of cookie. Okay. There's a yeah, the uh, okay. bake like a bakery confectionery thing going on there, and um, and and. I think the reason, you know, that it goes well with the Russell's is it uh, just softens out those round edges, uh, those harsh edges just enough uh, to make it, uh, you know, when you puff your pipe, you're going to get something that's complimentary but also, uh, you know, different enough to be interesting while you're smoking uh, and, and drinking Russell's Reserve. So, um, man, just a just a really good mixture. I like Old Toby with a lot of different beverages. I think um, you know, it's a, it's a great go-to tobacco. Um, you know, Old Toby in its own right is a, it's a, it's a sticky, uh, syrupy aromatic, and so it is one of those that you know. If you uh, are not a big aromatic smoker, you're going to want to put this in a um, in a Missouri Meersham or in a uh, you know in a in a Meersham pipe or, or something of that nature. Make sure you put this in a pipe that is uh, dedicated to aromatics because it is a it is a you know very. Uh, syrupy aromatic tobacco but um but it's it's a great tobacco and i think uh goes well uh you know with the russell's reserve and um i, I thoroughly enjoyed it and i think you will too
0: all right man well good stuff okay yeah i, I uh i miss me some old toby <laughs> yeah, <laughs> haven't had it in a minute that's uh that's yeah we, I, we can fix that man <laughs> yeah i was about to say about to say that one is available on the uh, on the website right yep sure is all right and y'all are still shipping right
1: we are as I, I drink some water to kind uh, <laughs> of cleanse my palate a little bit. Yeah, we Everybody sure are. sitting on man. the edge of
0: their seat. Like wait, 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 wait. Are they? <laughs> is he still there?
1: Uh, no, we we are. Yeah, it's you know one of those things where our shipping business is still uh, still going in the midst of all this uh, you know virus um, scare. And so um, yeah, we we've been delivering a lot of tobacco to people's doors while they're social distancing. And um, man, hope it's um, hope it's helping people get through the uh, crazy time a little bit easier.
0: Good stuff, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm excited for uh, for for people to sample a little old Toby while enjoying some Russell's Reserve. I mean, we've all got the uh, the excuse to kick back a little bit. Not all of us. A lot of us are uh, still very much and working. And I know it's it's easy to to forget that. But you know, a lot of folks yeah. definitely do qualify on uh, making our food, washing our clothes, doing the the things that. Uh, need to happen to make uh, make the world go round. So for everybody, whether you're out there delivering things or, or cleaning or washing or, or, you know, taking care of people or taking care of the people, taking care of people, we just want you to know that... Uh we appreciate you for what you're doing. And, and hopefully, you know, for everybody for everybody at home, this gives you a little little whiskey and a little to pipe tobacco to, to do a little Squire Select. And for those of the rest of you, maybe when you get some time off, put your feet up. You deserve it. Sit back try one of these uh, pairings and let us know what you think. And you know, the great thing is, man, as you're sampling various pipe tobaccos, you want to make sure you're getting every single one of those flavor notes, just like we talked about with uh, the whiskeys and the pipe tobaccos. You've you, you, you got to get the full extent of the experience. That's right. I that can really only happen from a good, cool, clean smoke from a great pipe like the ones made by our friends at Missouri Meershop. That is right, man. Missouri Meershop
1: pipes, of course, are an American tradition. They go back 150 years and, uh, man, are just uh, you know great partners with Country Squire Radio. We're so thankful for them. Um, man, the Missouri Meershop today we're talking about is the Great Dane Spool uh, tobacco pipe. Now, we like the Great Dane. We've talked about it a lot before because it has that generous bowl, but it is very ergonomic. <laughs> it's one of those that fits mm-hmm. uh, perfectly in your hand that nice spool kind of peanut flavor uh, peanut look to it uh, just has a really nice uh, hand feel uh, you know retails for um, you know anywhere from you know 12 to 15 dollars just a really good value there comes in a bent and a straight variety and uh, it has a, a the option of using a, a filter in it as well so the spool is a it's a um, great dance spool. it's a it's a generous bowl so this is a tobacco you know a pipe that uh, once you find the tobacco that you really like once you uh, have kind of committed to man this is what i'm gonna smoke today uh this is this is you know that this is that pipe that uh you're gonna want to load up big and then uh sit there and smoke for an hour and a half and uh and you'll really enjoy it it'll handle the heat well it uh, smokes cool clean you'll get the uh, perfect taste of your tobacco and we know
0: you'll enjoy it good stuff well hey if you've got this particular missouri mission pipe or any missouri mission pipe that you're enjoying during your uh you're quarantined. Be sure to take a picture of it. Send that out to us. We'd love to retweet it out to the good folks at Missouri Mersham to let them know that we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
2: Pipe question
0: of the week. All right, ma'am. Pipe question of the week this week coming yeah. into us from uh, man, good good friend of the show, Cody Dewitt. Uh, here's what Cody had to say. I've seen some pipes buzzing around social media lately, claiming they have. Bakelite, bakelite, yeah, bakelite. I've never heard of such a thing. Kind of sounds like something uh, in some, something someone would order uh, a stem material for an easy bake oven company. But uh, one can only imagine. Can y'all shed some light on the subject? What is it, and why does it seem to be trending all of a sudden? Coming from good friend of the show, Cody Dewent, uh, man what's bakelite? That's yeah. that's an, I I have not even seen this yet.
1: Great, great question, Cody. I'm surprised we haven't mentioned this before or talked about this before. Maybe we have in passing, but um, you know, bakelite. This is a this is a fun, interesting material that folks make. Uh, stems out of. It's a, um, you know, typically your artisan pipe maker who is pushing the envelope, looking for something new and interesting uh, to make uh, pipes out of, something to set them apart. Uh, You know, folks in the premium pipe world, it's like, well, okay, how do we push the envelope? How do we uh, Mm. set our artwork apart a little more? And, um, you know, so we've used used, uh, ebonite and Uh, lucite and, you know, all these materials and, uh, you know, before in making stems, even horn. Well, there's this there's this material called Bakelite, and it was uh, it's actually uh, the world's first synthetic plastic. It was invented in 1909. And um, it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a old fashioned plastic. And if you if you look back at, um, uh, you know, a lot of artwork uh, and and not just artwork, but, um, you know, commercial items that were purchased, anything from toys to toasters to telephones to uh, all kinds of kitchen equipment, um, you know, radios. I mean, uh, you, you name it. Uh, Bakelite was really, really popular uh, there in the 40s and 50s. And so if you can kind of imagine a, um, you know, a 1940s, 1950s kitchen with all the really colorful plastic things in there that kind of mm. make it fun and retro, right? That's Bakelite. That, that is the material that you're that you're imagining in your mind. And um, it's just a a very interesting uh, material. It is the first uh, synthetic plastic. And, um, you know, it it has a uh, it's experiencing a renaissance right now, not just in pipe making, but in a lot of different things, because uh, folks are using it uh, as that uh, to bring in kind of that retro appeal, those fun uh, teal and, you know, coral and, uh, you know, interesting older colors, uh, yellows that we're seeing. and, and, And it just makes a really nice uh, appealing stem, and so uh, yeah, bakelite. It, it's a it's a um, you know material that uh, is difficult to work with, but uh, you know has uh, been picked up by a lot of uh, pipe makers just for something a little different, something uh, to mix it up with, and um, and you'll see that uh, the first time I saw bakelite in person was um, in in a pipe was um, a few years ago at the Chicago Pipe Show, and um, yeah, it's just something that a lot of folks are again uh, you know starting to uh, experiment with. It's it's very attractive and uh, and it has that vintage retro feel, right? It's uh, you know you think about um, you know the um, I don't know nineteen forties uh, you know drugstore soda counter kind of thing with uh, you know all the different accoutrements sitting around and and you know that that kind of feel that uh, those bright colors uh, you know that's that's kind of what that evokes and it's just very uh, very pleasant. So a lot of folks now making jewelry with Bay Clyde, of course, pipe accessories and um, you know. Just all kinds of things, but it's um, you know, it's a it's a versatile material and something that uh, I think you'll see more of as we go into the future of uh, of pipe making.
0: Man, yeah, this is uh, it's interesting. I, you know, I think actually I, I may have spoken too soon because earlier today I saw somebody had taken a bakelite stem, kind of a kind of a hefty bakelite stem, and and attached it to their Missouri Meerschaum. So it's kind of like a custom yeah. type of a situation. Uh, which is, which is fascinating. And as I'm kind of scrolling through just bakelite in general, uh, man, I think he hit the nail on the head, especially with kind of the, um, kind of a throwback. I mean, you, you look at kind of these like women's bracelets that you can kind of imagine your grandmother rocking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this is, um, that's fascinating. So this, this is a, a little pendulum swing on this one, huh?
1: Yeah, I I think so. It's one of those where, um, you know, folks are um, kind of reaching back. Pipe smokers like to do this anyway, right? We like to think about the timeless, uh, you know, how do we relate to our place in uh, history and all this kind of stuff. And Bakelite uh, is a material that, you know, brings you back to kind of a specific um, time and place, you know. So, um, yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of reasons that uh, pipe makers are using it. But um, yeah, check it out. I mean, you'll see uh, quite a few high-end pipe makers that are experimenting with this uh, material, both as a stem material and also as accents. So, um, and it's really pretty.
0: Man, um, you know, uh, it, 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 kind of reminds me, you know, you talk about, of course, you know, with, with the carvers and, 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 uh, pipe manufacturers getting creative, wanting to try new things, push, push the line, push the limits of, of what kind of, uh, one might expect of the pipe. And there's, yeah. uh, there's always this thing in the back of my head. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen when it comes to pipe design, And the person that came up with it never did anything with it. And I don't know if they got a patent on it. And I don't know if they'd be okay with us talking about it. (laughs) But, like I, mm, I which isn't helpful for me to even talk about but the point is to say what 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 are you uh where are you going with this bro I, I, you know what, I'll, I'll i'll tell you about it after after the thing because I, I don't know if you, we'll discuss know, it I'm, okay well we'll discuss it then we'll discuss it but anyway but it, point being the pipe community is filled with some crazy creative folks and so yeah. um yeah well there you go it You're doesn't take kidding. much to uh to make a little renaissance yeah <laughs> Well, uh, great question, Cody. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send them in show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com.
2: Quick
0: Quick fire with the Squire. squire. Quick fire question. All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in from Pastor Jonah. All right. This is great. I'm excited for this. This is the captain's edition. Oh, cool. All right. You're not going to know who half these people are. Let's do it. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm just kidding. You're going to know who most of these people are. Captain Hook or Jack Sparrow.
1: Uh, I'll go with Jack Sparrow. I, I you know, I, I, um, yeah, Jack Sparrow. I, I, I like that.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. These two paired up against each other. There's a lot of different iterations of Captain Hook. There's only the one Jack Sparrow. So yep. you, there is kind of there, you know, that being said, if we kind of take the hook as an amalgam. Uh, Captain Hook is great That's an iconic character Uh, Especially with um, I forget the actor That portrayed him In that uh, What was it called Pan Or uh, Neverland What was was the one Where Robin Williams Was a grown up Peter Pan Oh that was just called Hook 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 Yeah that was a great film. That's a great, great movie. I need to go back and rewatch that one. <laughs> I mean, just so over the top and just like classic, just campiness. And Jack Sparrow takes the campiness of piracy or of kind of uh, fan, you know pi- fantasy pirates, but then makes it cool. And so you got to you got to give it to Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, Jack Sparrow, uh, the the original Jack Sparrow, not the sequels uh, the extreme sequels of Jack Sparrow, the, the first, first three, really the first one, but the, the first, first
1: three, really the first one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. That's right. Uh, all right. James T Kirk or Jean-Luc Picard.
1: Okay. I'm a, I, I'm unrepentantly in the Jean-Luc Picard, uh, camp on, on, on yeah. this one.
0: I, I, I team, really team am.
1: bald. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, i have kind of gotten into star trek a little bit that my wife has has grown up around uh star trek more and i was kind of oh, exposed that, yeah. exposed more to it uh, just since um since marriage i was always uh you know not really into it i guess as much and Um, you know have learned more about it since then man uh, the the next generation those those episodes that series that was that was solid that was so solid man I I just really enjoyed uh kind of working through that and um I don't know I'm I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Jean-Luc Picard on that
0: I know more of Star Trek than I know Star Trek um but I mean like I you know from what I've seen when I was a little kid my dad got us watching some like we would go down to the library this is gonna date uh for some of our, our <laughs> <laughs> newer pipe smokers that are tuning in uh but no we uh we we would go down to the library and rent rent vhs tapes of the old school uh star trek and like you know the trouble with tribbles and, and all that kind of good stuff and so i remember a few episodes and i never really enjoyed it as much as he did it didn't speak to me in the same way that star wars did star wars just seemed yeah. so like at the time just so huge and so massive and, yeah. and everything and
1: iconic um, yeah
0: Yeah, exactly. And then it just really captured my imagination in a way that Star Trek never did. That being said, I've seen several episodes of the original series. I don't remember many of those episodes because it's not like I watched it religiously. I just, you know, kind of scroll through TV. Oh, Star Trek's on. Okay. Kind of put it on the background. Uh, When I was a teenager, I I really enjoyed Voyager. And so I watched that and and I caught a little bit of Deep Space Nine, um, but I never got it until like I rewatched it as an adult because people were saying like, that's like you got to watch deep space nine like the kind of the political intrigue and the the allusions to world war ii and just kind of the the way they do things is is incredible and it is it's a great great show if you if you get very selective on which episodes you watch so that you don't have to watch the boring stuff uh, but anyway <laughs> long explanation i'm gonna go with Jean luc picard i mean hey he's professor xavier how can you not uh all right captain america or captain marvel and don't you dare say captain gumby
1: uh captain america's got that cool uh shield so i'll Mm -hmm. I'll go with captain america
0: my kids love captain marvel um and captain marvel's great but if we're talking about the mcu versions i don't think she's really found her footing yet i'm I'm got high hopes but i don't think we're there yet Mm -hmm. whereas captain america his story is I mean, no, no spoilers, but if you kind of watch all of the films that have come out now, you get a full picture of Captain America's story in the MCU, and it is fantastic. So absolutely, Captain America, all the way. Captain Ahab or Captain Nemo? Uh, this is ne- a tough one.
1: Nemo's that fish, right? No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm dead serious like i <laughs> okay wow well, uh no i'm scraping the uh, so, bottom here
0: <laughs> so captain nemo if i'm remembering correctly is from uh Fifty Thousand leagues under the sea uh, there is a fish named nemo that was named <laughs> in a reference to captain nemo from the the classic novel and also how dare you <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right then i'm definitely going to go with captain nemo
0: Captain Nemo is crazy, man. Um, absolutely crazy. Uh, like, if I'm remembering correctly, kind of has come some cultish stuff in the way that he sees the sea. And like, I want to say he worships death or something like that. Crazy dude. Crazy dude. Captain Ahab is also a crazy dude. Uh, this this is a, I would love to see these two go at it uh, in a fight. And I think if they did, given that Captain Ahab does not have the best history or track record with slaying beasts of the sea and Captain Nemo leaves under the sea, I think Captain Nemo is going to win. <laughs> I think he's going to win. Uh, and then finally, Captain Black or Captain Earl. Captain Black
1: or Captain Earl. I'm going to go with Captain Earl. I think Captain Earl makes better tobaccos.
0: <laughs> is it? I, I'm going to go Captain Black because there's, there's the not not for me. But for all the Captain Black fans who are still listening to the show, I'm, 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 I'm going to give it to Captain Black.
1: The, we, poor Captain Black. We've thrown, thrown him under the bus for so many it's episodes. So many times. You know, you're going to finally, you're gonna finally give, him his, uh, give him a little moment of pride. Now, Captain yeah. Captain Earl, uh, man, of course, uh, tobaccos that are uh, awesome, uh, made uh, by the folks at Cornell and Deal and their factory and uh, really good. Ten Russians is probably their most uh, well-known reflections and mystic and night watch. They've got uh, just a lot of really bold old strong crumble cake tobaccos that are uh, that are really tasty so um yeah captain black all captain are all the way but um but you know captain black we'll we'll let you we'll let you hang out with us occasionally
0: hey man you and the captain make it happen thanks so much <laughs> for that one pastor <laughs> joda is a captain's edition of quick fire <laughs> question love it hey if you've got some quick fire questions be sure to send them in to a show at countrysquareradio.com again that is show at countrysquareradio.com your, your thoughts your comments, comments. Listener Listener Feedback Listener feedback, uh, man, we got uh, some great listener feedback. This is uh, iTunes review that came in from Qui Gon Win. <laughs> Qui Gon Win, awesome. We got Pastor Joda and Qui Gon Win, and I still get hate for Star Wars. No, I don't. That's 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 tapered off. Everybody is kind of their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I say that we actually have a future iTunes reviews that bring it back up. Uh, here's what Qui Gon Win said: "Brought uh, bought my first pipe a few years back. Stumbled and struggled through the process with little to no help at." At the local cigar shop. These guys have really enhanced my knowledge and entertained me th- through mini bowls. I'm always looking forward to the next episode and always wait for the ideal times to consume it. Uh and again, that is coming from Qui-Gon Wen over on the iTunes. Yeah, Man yeah great great feedback and hey we love getting in these iTunes reviews it's a great way to help out the show it doesn't cost you a dime to do it but man we've got to give some mad praise to everybody who is supporting the show over at patreon.com slash country squire radio we would not be able to do this show without your direct support uh, especially right now and everything that's going on you know I'm not going to I'm not gonna say any of like the things that you've heard a gazillion times on commercials like now more than ever or you know as a time such as this whatever whatever the, the buzz thing that everybody's saying I'm not going to say that I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to say that we've extremely value your support, um, for making the show happen every single day. And, uh, yeah. So shout out if you'd like to, uh, to join those that are supporting the show through Patreon, patreon.com slash country squire radio, join the pipe club there, get some great benefits for doing so, uh, be part of our squire lounge as a club member and, and all that kind of good stuff, man. Great, great community. And, and hopefully man, as this uh, podcast goes out, there will be uh, news this week about another hangout session for the uh, for the Pipe Club. So excited to uh, to get that going and um, and let let folks know a little bit more about that next week. Man, that's great. All right, man. Well, that's gonna do it for us. I think this is uh, this is good. Drinking yeah. at 10, 10 a.m. That's man. Uh, I know, right? It, it, what what better way to start the day? <laughs> I'm not, why not? Now, now I'm, I'm gonna might... go teach these kids homeschool. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm gonna go
1: do like you know pay my taxes and do bookkeeping and stuff. And uh, let's just say we better have someone check over our work afterwards
0: yeah this is this is good this is what we definitely need to do uh you can check over our work by keeping up with us throughout the week you can follow us over on twitter i'm at the real Bo york i'm
1: at john david cole or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore country squire
0: of course the show's handle is at squire radio but all that information and more can be found at country all right man this is uh this is good but let's let's drink some water and uh <laughs> let's go have a day
1: cleanse the old palate baby <laughs> see you brother